From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday, the 14th of September, 2022. Good afternoon. Today, we're going to be talking about the European Commission President's annual speech to Parliament. We'll also be discussing three of today's other important stories and discussing all the cancellations arising from the Queen's State funeral and associated bank holiday. But first, the annual State of the Union speech. Every year, well, every year since 2010, the President of the European Commission delivers a speech to the European Parliament on the political situation of the Union, known as the State of the European Union Address. And this year wasn't any different, with incumbent Commission President Ursula von der Leyen taking to her feet earlier this morning to deliver her address. It's pretty safe to say that Europe, and the EU in particular, is in a bit of a bind at the moment, with the war in Ukraine adding immense economic, political and social pressure onto the political superstructure that is the European Union. And so it was no surprise that von der Leyen's speech was heavily focused on Ukraine from basically start to finish. In fact, von der Leyen's very first line highlighted that Never before has this parliament debated the state of our union with the war raging on European soil. But von der Leyen did stress that from the very moment that Europe was, quote, shaken by the resurgent and ruthless face of evil, haunted by the sounds of sirens and the sheer brutality of war, a whole continent has risen in solidarity. From that very moment, Europeans neither hid nor hesitated. In terms of actual substance, von der Leyen announced a number of initiatives, including moves to further cut dependency on Russian fossil fuels, putting in place measures to support Europeans in weathering the energy crisis, as well as continuing to stand up for democracy at home and across the world, and for the rule of law. A not-so-subtle dig at the likes of Hungary and Poland, who are currently locked in a battle with the European Commission over, you guessed it, the rule of law. When it came to the energy crisis aspects of the speech, von der Leyen highlighted that whilst EU member states have already invested billions of euros to assist vulnerable households, we know that this will not be enough. Von der Leyen announced that the Commission would propose a cap on the revenues of companies that produce electricity at low cost, stressing that it is wrong to receive extraordinary record profits benefiting from war and on the back of consumers. In the eyes of von der Leyen, the European energy market is now not fit for purpose anymore, with her going on to confirm that there will be a comprehensive reform of the electricity market. The speech did not, however, tackle the broader issues of the cost of living, most notably omitting any explicit mention of the rising food prices within and outside of the bloc. In any case, the European Parliament will now debate von der Leyen's speech in plenary in the so-called State of the Union debate. Okay, so that's the biggest story of the day, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. In the last few months, we've seen the US roll back the protections given to women seeking abortions via the 1973 Roe v. Wade ruling. This was met with international backlash and accusations of the US moving backwards. Today, it seems like there may yet be a further assault on the rights of women. Lindsey Graham, a Senate Republican, is set to introduce a bill later today which would impose a nationwide ban on abortion. The overturning of Roe v. Wade essentially just made it so states could make their own decisions on the legality of abortions. 
This new law, however, would ban all abortions after 15 weeks across the entirety of the US. The bill, titled the Protecting Pain-Capable Unborn Children from Late-Term Abortions Act, is an updated version of an earlier act that restricted abortion access at 20 weeks. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Moving to Russia for the second story today, and it seems that Putin's regime has given more than $300 million to foreign political parties around the world since 2014. This is, at least, according to a senior Biden administration official. The money has reportedly been transferred covertly to more than two dozen countries across four continents. The US official went on to say that Russia is motivated by trying to advantage specific political parties and undermine democracy in all of these countries. Our view is that one of the most effective ways to counter Russian covert influence is to expose it. Specifically, they hope that exposing this will raise global awareness of Russian influence, trigger other countries to give the US more intel on such influence, and make clear that the problem requires global coordinated action. Moving back to the UK for the last story today, and last night, the Queen's body left Scotland for the last time and landed in London. A hearse carrying her from RAF Northholt to Buckingham Palace, where mourners lit up the rainy Sunday night with their phones. The flight to London was actually the most tracked flight in history, at least according to Flight Radar 24. In total, almost 6 million people followed the flight. In fact, the traffic was so high that the website at one point crashed. Her Majesty's body will be moved from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Hall later today, where she'll lie in state until Monday morning. The public will be able to pay their respects to her from this evening until then, although the queues are expected to be very long indeed, with some reports suggesting that queues could exceed 10 hours and people may need to queue overnight. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our discussion of why the likes of GP appointments in the UK are being cancelled, then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get a more extensive daily briefing every day, you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers some of the best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the best documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.